0: Welcome to The Rising Star Project. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder of Holistic Fashionista, and I'm beyond excited to introduce to you amazing lightworkers and soulpreneurs around the world who are improving the way we live, one holistic modality at a time. But like any entrepreneurial spirit, they have questions, need guidance, and desire more clarity around their higher calling, their offerings, next projects, and vulnerabilities so they may touch those who are meant to hear their message. And that is why we are here today. What you're listening to are the business mentoring sessions I'm providing for these exceptional people using their astrological birth chart to shine a bright light on what planets are influencing their chosen life path and which signs have the greatest influence on their work. You'll also hear what's holding them back from achieving their deepest desires. Along with aha moments that remind us how incredible breakthroughs can be. Due to the nature of these sessions, I kindly ask that you share your gratitude by sharing this podcast with others. By sharing these sessions, you not only will enrich others' lives, but you will also support the work of a light worker, a kind soul who's made it their life's work to serve others from their highest self. It is my hope and intention. That by experiencing their mentoring session, you will be able to answer some of your own questions around what you've been called to do and what movement you're here to lead. From productivity to self-care rituals to marketing and leadership, each session is personal in its content and inspirational as we use the stars, the moon, and the planets to unlock the hidden treasures of being holistic leaders of tomorrow. Welcome to the show. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Rising Star Project. I have a fabulous guest today. Her name is Theorna, and we're going to be diving into her higher calling, figuring out some of the questions she has around her business. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Oh, we're going to have a good time. I mean, I'm pretty stoked on your, uh, your chart here, so I'll go into that in just a little bit. But just so we all can get to know each other uh, a little bit better, can you tell me a little bit about um, the business you're looking to start? And we'll just start there. Um, sure. So I am, I have been
1: wanting my own clothing line for a while. And, um, my vision for it is like, you know, totally transparent, eco-friendly, trying to like keep costs accessible through, you know, recycling and all that. And just, you know, kind of like showing the process, locally produced, small, you know, business, made in LA, and, um, you know, with an emphasis on, like, really comfortable, fashionable, high vibrational kind of, like, the kind of things you just want to wear all the time, because I noticed that in my own life, I, I don't know, I'm, I, I don't like, like, changing my clothes all the time there's certain things even though I might have a lot of things that I go back to like time and time again because they just make me feel really good when I'm wearing it like yep so that that's that's my kind of inspiration for like the guiding uh, I don't know
0: No, I feel you. I think every single person, especially every woman listening to this right now is like shaking her head going, yep, I wear my yoga pants with my cute, comfy sweater, or I have my little Birkenstocks that I kind of wear with my jeans when I walk my dog. It's like, we all are kind of grabbing and I'm so, I have like two closets filled with clothes. And I pick the same things over and over again, because you know, a lot of times I don't want to wear heels that day, so maybe the jeans are too long, so I'll always kind of resort to, like, my jeans with, like, the rips and the knees or something. So I think everybody on some level realizes that we really – it's like the 80-20 rule. Like, we've got 100% of these clothes, but only 20% of them are the ones that we wear 80% of the time.
1: <laughs> exactly. Let's so, be real.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so I've just <sighs> – I mean, I have some designs that I like right, uh, already. And um, I, I've like kind of, I tried to launch when I first moved to Los Angeles five years ago and it was premature. And I didn't really know what I was doing and it didn't really get the kind of reception, but I've learned a lot since then. Like I, I've went to fashion school Um, I've interned, I, you know, just kind of learn more about the industry. And I think I've just been a little hesitant to like, throw my everything back into it. I, I, I don't know what I'm waiting for exactly. But you know, it's, it's, this year has just been kind of like topsy-turvy, and I feel like I got thrown a bit off track. But but now it's like – it's it's definitely like standing out as like, yeah, you need to, you know,
0: <laughs> you need to get the ball rolling on this. Right. So I'm just curious, just to, for some more background. So how did you get into, you know, this eco-friendly lifestyle? What, what kind of prompted this uh... – This movement for you?
1: I've just always loved nature and tried to be aware of things like that. My whole life, it's just part of who I am,
0: you know? So you mentioned here in your application that you um, are a healing-centered apothecary, and you do some rituals, tools, and so tell us more about all that stuff because my goal here for your session is that we kind of bring it all together so mm-hmm. it's not like we ever keep them separate. And, you know, at the end of the day, like it's you and you have all of these interests and all of these talents and I want to help you kind of, you know, curate them and mold them and shape them into like a foundational, um, you know, uh, a foundational business that you can build from, this, from the ground up and they all kind of work harmoniously together.
1: Yeah. That's what I'm hoping it can be. That's what I would like for it to be. Um, Yeah, I just, I've, I also have like studied herbalism and um, kind of, you know, just been super interested in like healing on, you know, physical and spiritual levels. And that led me to start making, um, like, intentional candles with, like, herbs and essential oils infused in it um, for, you know, different purposes, which I aligned with, you know, like, I made them under a certain astrological influence and all of that, so, I mean, I put a lot of care into those candles, and each one was, you know, kind of unique, and um, I've only sold them, like i've done some pop-ups where i also read tarot and um so i've i've sold some there i've made um hand-rolled incense also with you know all like the best herbal ingredients i could find and um and i've made some tinctures like wildcrafted tinctures <laughs>
0: Okay, so this is, okay, first of all, I, for a lot of people who are listening right now that know me, and, um, you know, I have this concept called Kismet Client, and it's basically the person that, you know, it's your ideal customer, it's the person you're meant to serve, um, the group of people you're meant to serve, your tribe, and I'm listening to you, <laughs> and I'm sure everybody that knows me is, is kind of laughing right now, but we almost have, like, the same story, it's really weird. <laughs> huh. So I used to be a clothing designer uh, before I started Holistic Fashionista and when I was living in LA. And that prompted me to go. I went to fashion school as well. And then I, it prompted me to go to natural medicine school after I closed that business because I had just basically worked myself to death. Um, so, you know, got into herbalism, obviously I have a botanica now, so I feel like we are definitely meant to have this conversation and we're definitely going to get to the bottom of it because what you're doing, um, is all aligned. And I'm just curious as to maybe why you haven't maybe haven't merged the candles and the incense and the tinctures and the clothing line, um, to be together, to be, um, to be unified in some regard.
1: Well, I mean, I I have had, I just haven't really had a whole lot of clothes go into production. I pretty much, I did a t-shirt line that I totally did myself and um, all my other pieces have been like one-offs. So I I haven't really gone into production, although I feel like I have some resources now where, you know, at least, you know, start with like an anchor product or whatever, and, and just go slowly, I, I suppose, with just whatever I'm feeling I love the most. But why have I not taken it further? Um, just because clothing is a lot.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, and it's an investment. And but mm-hmm. I think what we're going to discover today is that there is a way for you to do it that's I just from personal experience, I know uh, it can be very expensive, and I basically ran my whole business like using credit cards and all that stuff. So, uh, we're gonna get to the bottom of that today. So, I wanna just like kind of now that we got a little glimpse of you know what your business is and what you, you know what you want it to be, um, let's just look at your astrology sign. I think that we're gonna just unlock some other little hidden doors and treasures, and I think we just gotta get to it. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So you've got the sun in Gemini, which I'm sure you already know. Yeah. Um, and then you've got your moon in Scorpio and then you have a Scorpio rising. So that to me is a pretty interesting combination being that Gemini is just, uh, they're like the, uh, the, local, the local popular chick. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say about Gemini. Like everybody, she's chatty. She um, is uh, well-adversed into maybe um, not politics, but potentially she's into literature and reading and, and knowing about current events. And uh, she definitely has two sides of her. Um, she can be difficult to read. But at the end of the day, um, I just like to think of her as like the popular local chick. She, ha- she likes to build a community and, uh, in her local area. Does that resonate? Do you currently do something like that? Um. <laughs>
1: Well, I, I haven't really connected with the kind of community that I want to here. And that's like another thing that I kind of wanted to use my online platform to foster. Um, but yeah, I, I've been a little more isolated out here. I had a really strong community in the Bay Area. Um, you know, just Those are the people that are still like closest to my heart. But, um, pop, yeah, I don't feel super popular, and I don't, I mean, I can be chatty, but I I feel a lot of my like Scorpio influence, Mm -hmm. to be honest. I think it really is a strong counterbalance.
0: Okay, so. The interesting part about, so you have your moon and Scorpio, so that's basically your emotions, your soul, all that inner work, and then your rising sign, which is actually how people see you. So you see yourself, um, you know, the sun. It's kind of like this duality. And then you've got your rising, which is how people see you. So actually, people see you as the Scorpio. They're more methodical. Uh, they're the investigators. They want to dig to the roots. They want to know why things are the way they are. And that really brings in uh, the interest of the occult or mysticism, um, spirituality. All of that has to do with Scorpio. And there's a very private um, Privateness of a Scorpio, not, I mean, I would say secretive on some level, but there's a mystery. I think that Scorpios always have a lot of allure, um, suitors, if you will, that are interested in knowing more. And I'm curious um, if we can get you to, because you've got the sun trying at your ascendant. So that's a very harmonious position to have in your astrological birth chart. And so what that means is that you've got this, you know, uh, intellectual let's instead of chatty or popular let's use intellectual um gemini (laughs) who um you know theorizing things you know they want to they also are diggers to a degree but they uh, they're an air sign so the ideas stay up in the clouds more than they become grounded where uh not virgo scorpio while they're not an earth sign, they are the diggers, like they're going to get down to like the facts. So it's a very harmonious uh, position to have the sun trine your ascendant, because that means that, you know, you're generally, um, you're generally optimistic. Um, You are creative by nature, you use your imagination. Um, But I think that the thing that's going to satisfy your soul is really going to be the mysticism part of Scorpio, that really gives Gemini something to investigate, it gives them something to intellectualize, um, which kind of keeps your motor running: Yeah. And then you've got, um, you've got, okay, you've got Saturn in Cancer in the ninth house. Okay. So I always bring up Saturn in all these readings because Saturn's like a little snapper, and he's trying to like crack the whip on us. And he basically will make it difficult for us until we give him our attention. And in this case, you've got Saturn in Cancer. Cancer is also another water sign. Um, it wants you to come out of your shell. Um, So the crab in the shell, and you've got it in the ninth house, which is your house of spirituality and higher education. So somewhere along the lines, um, this spirituality, um, all of that extracurricular information, whether it's herbalism, all the things that you've been studying, it's now he's not going to reward you materially until you come out of the shell and either share the knowledge that you currently have and stop hoarding it. Or <laughs> yeah, do you feel that at all? Yeah, definitely. So until you start to come out of the shell and kind of embrace, and the thing that's cool about cancer is it's the it's the mother sign. So um, and it's interesting that Saturn is like the father figure. So you've really got this polar opposites where it's like you would like together. It's like Saturn wants to crack the whip on cancer, but cancer wants to nurture and you know continue to learn and. It, you know, um go spend time at home and hibernate and look at things in a different way and kind of just kind of let their emotions um take them where they will. Where cancer wants you to get I mean, excuse me, Saturn wants you to get to work. He's like, okay, you've got all this information. You've got, you know, all of these things with your Gemini and Scorpio like trining together, coming up with all of these amazing um ideas, air and water. But Saturn is like, okay, no, now it's time for us to step into really what that's going to look like so that I can reward you financially, um, spiritually, all of those things. But mostly he's, you know, going to reward you financially if you do this.
1: Hmm. That, that's good um, insight there. I, um, I never really knew what to make about Saturn in, in that placement, you know, but it makes a lot of sense and it kind of, kind of just – made me think of just confidence too. And, and, um, that I, like, I know that I do know a lot because I've been, Mm -hmm. you know, working at this for years, but, um, yeah, I, I think it's like the way that I present myself. I, I'm, I don't really feel like a smooth talker per se, but, um, but I have felt the urge to like, kind of pass it on and, and teach and share stuff like that.
0: Okay. So then that, and now that I know that that's been a struggle, which is interesting that you didn't know what to make of Saturn and Cancer because it's kind of a, they're polar opposites. Like Saturn rules Capricorn and the polar opposite of Capricorn is Cancer. So there's a struggle there. There's like a, like, cause Cancer wants to be stubborn and be like, hold well, back off. Like I'll get there. Like, don't worry about it. I've, I've taken care of it. And Saturn's like, no, I need to push you because you need a push uh, you need to come out of the shell. So it is an interesting placement. But as far as like not being a smooth talker or whatever that you know, means to you as far as your business is concerned, I want to look at the 12th house because your 12th house is your house of karmic debts. It's your unconscious. Um, it's basically the stuff that we're here to work out in this lifetime, which is why I b- bring it up when we're talking mm-hmm. about your higher calling. And you have the 12th house ruled by Libra, So the interesting part of that is that Libra is like is obviously the balancing skill. So she's about partnership. Um, She's about love and beauty. She's, you know, uh, ruled by Venus. So there's just a real um, visual component that is attractive um, to you and your kismet client. So I talk about the 12th house in regards to the people or the tribe or the person that you're meant to serve is actually has a Libra sensibility. They have Libra characteristics. Like they love love. They love visual things, whether that's interior design, fashion, um, anything that invokes beauty. That could be nature. You know, the the card in tarot is the empress. So that <laughs> is the person that you're actually supposed to serve. Okay. So when you go out and worry about being a smooth talker, I think the better thing to think about is like how do I connect with my fellow empress and how do I want to communicate? And the beauty is that you've got so much Scorpio in you with your moon and your rising sign. It's like, they want to dig deeper. The empress is like, tell me about nature. Tell me how it matters, why it matters. And how, cause that, if it will make me feel more beautiful cause that's what Libra is. She wants to, she wants to basically take everything in her life and make it pretty. Yeah. And if you can give her that foundational stuff, that Saturn and Cancer, which is in the ninth house, which is all about spirituality and higher education, and start educating her as to why, not just that walking in nature makes you feel amazing, but what is it about plants? What is it about flowers? What is it about the fabric that touches my skin? Why, and why does it matter? And that is already going to interest her because of the beauty element of it.
1: All right. All right. I'm I'm trying to take notes
0: on this. This is all like <laughs> fabulous. <laughs> I'm gonna send you the replay, so just enjoy it. Okay. okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so it's a really interesting um, in partnership. So that could be also something to think about when you think about your candles and your incense and your tinctures and your fashion line and think about you know bringing in Libra, bringing in the people that you're meant to serve and like somehow integrating them as like partners somewhere inside of this business or this higher calling. Does
1: yes. That, that is definitely what I, I, I had this kind of idea to connect it to my website, have like um sort of like a curated, like an RSS feed of, of different like people's blogs and community and like, just kind of having a, you know, just like a portal of, of. It's almost like a co-op of some sort. Totally.
0: Yeah. It's a co-op. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a portal for other people to get exposed to not only your information, but other people's information. But it goes to that underlying problem that you solve, which is like, why does this appeal to you? Why is beauty and nature and fashion and interior design and all these things? Why? Have you ever um, intellectualized, because that's where your Gemini is going to come in. Have you ever intellectualized why those things um, make you feel amazing? Why is it that, you know, doing yoga outside on the porch, you know, is different than doing it inside, you know, why? And and I think just asking those questions, because the thing about Libra, whether, you know, regardless if their sun sign is in Libra, there's just a characteristic here, um, an archetype, but, you know, she's, um, she's very heady right? Because she's an air sign. So there's there's like a lot of stuff going on upstairs, right? Because she's not super grounded. She's more of just like the imagination runs wild. I have all these ideas. I'm not sure how to implement them. And then here you come, you know, kind of to save the day of like, let me give you some further information, some higher education around, you know, what you, can, what you can do with those ideas. How will those things start to shape your relationships? How will they shape your career? How will they change how you parent? Um, how will they change your, your day-to-day life? And I think that's the kind of information that she's ready to hear. So think about it this way. The person that you're supposed to hear uh, serve is not necessarily um, trying to start a business or um, – I mean, she might want to make more money and all that stuff, but she's really wants to just look and feel better and, 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 and embrace like this life in like the, the small details of life that make like even down to like the teacup that she drinks out of or the candle that she lights, you know, when she has dinner with her family or something. It's like those little details. Those are the things that like, She's probably on Pinterest, like, analyzing, like, all the little details of the photo. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, Lynn, I want to go into your north node and your south node. So you've got your um, north node in Sagittarius and your south node in Gemini. Okay. So what that means is your south node being in Gemini, that's your natural ability. Your south node is basically most likely what you have brought over from a past life. So the things that you naturally are into and are good at, at right now, it's because you've done those things, whether you were an herbalist in a past life or some kind of like, um, you know, doctor of some sort that used, um, you know, plants. Uh, maybe you were some kind of healer. Um, those kinds of things will come naturally to you. Those are your natural abilities. Or it could be the way that you communicate or the way that you think, the way that you intellectualize things. That's on a very... Um, That's on the surface level, but the thing that you're going to be challenged on on this life is your north node, which is in the sign of Sagittarius, and this is basically your destiny. So when you think about Sagittarius, the first thing that comes to my mind is travel, freedom, uh, foreign culture, um, philosophy, and higher education, spirituality, all of those things that kind of just that make us feel like free birds. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and if we, and you're never going to feel satisfied or it, it's almost like at this, I don't even see a lot of earth in your in your None. heart, <laughs> That's it's not going to be a net. I mean, Saturn will make sure that you get the, the material reward if you come out of your shell because that's in cancer. So that that's kind of like handled, but the part that's really going to be a motivator or the thing that's going to light your soul up that so that you continue to like leave your legacy is that you take it global. Mm. Take it to, you know, I don't know if that's traveling to another country and sourcing your fabrics there. I don't know what that looks like, but Mm. it's something to do is you're going to have to go global. That's how you're going to stay lit up in this lifetime. I believe that. (laughs) cool. So it's a while intellectualizing the things Those are it's going to come naturally. Like, you know, Scorpio is going to dig deep and Gemini is going to intellectualize it. And you'll be able to communicate on that level and speak to Libra and attract her. But for your own personal development and your destiny and the thing that's going to light your soul on fire, it's got to be higher education, traveling abroad, um, getting uh, involved more in foreign cultures. It could even be like teaching about foreign cultures or foreign, um, you know, religions or spirituality or other, you know, almost like finding other symbols that that come from other countries and bringing that into your clothing design. I mean, I'm just kind of like trying to marry them somehow here. Uh Uh-huh. Well, yeah, I was just
1: saying like, I had just been on two trips recently and, and, um, felt just so amazing on both of them I I really realized that travel you know makes me feel like way more energized and alive and I love
0: it I love traveling for sure have you ever thought of like starting a vlog around it and maybe that's where that partnership comes in where it's like you um I don't know if you're while you're traveling, you could interview people or just show them like where you're at, like giving them a remember, Libro Libro needs visual appeal. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think my secretive side has been clashing with my desire to share in the whole like blog thing. I've been, uh, yeah, it's like sharing is kind of a challenge for me. I'll be honest, but, um, I, it's definitely something I'm just going to keep kind of, you know, pushing my against my comfort zone and like try to break through with that.
0: (laughs) Well, the thing is, is that we all, we all have like shadows and things that we're working out. Um, But there's also a way that you can, you know, share without it feeling like, Oh, like I got to break through this like barrier or something. Cause there's so many different outlets. So there's obviously writing, Um, there's, uh, audio, there's video, but I feel like just from this short time that we've spoke together is that why not have other people like, okay, so let me, I'm just going to pull this out of my ass right now. (laughs) Um, like what if you had a podcast where you, you chose the people based on the knowledge that you want your audience to know? Yeah, that's exactly something I want to do. Uh, I
1: think I've just been scared to do it because I feel like I might not be like a good enough interviewer or something like that. But it is something I've actually been meaning to do as a podcast.
0: But you have so much information in your head and so much stuff that you've been digging around for all these years that... I feel like once you even do the first interview, what's going to happen, you'll be like, that's just like talking to my sister. That was like, we just had tea. You know what I mean? You might even call it like, you know, candle time with, you know, Fiona and just like, <laughs> we're just having tea and like, there's nothing interviewee about it. It's a conversation, conversations with Fiorna. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't have to be the way traditionally how other people are doing it. I mean, look at, this is a podcast. Is this traditional? Hell no, you know, it's so, you can just kind of make up your own rules and, and that's really gonna satisfy a lot of these signs. If you, if you just break out of what it should look like and just do it your own way and kind of rebel against the status quo or the traditional ways that things have been done and just say, I'm actually just going to go and do it exactly the way that I want to do it because I need to get it out there. And the longer I wait, the more that these people don't get served.
1: Thank you so much for that feedback. That, that was really helpful and feels good just to reinforce. You know, it reinforces, you know, things that have been in my head. So yeah.
0: thank you. Well, I want to kind of wrap it up, but I want to make sure that we don't leave out the, the candles and then we don't leave, leave out the clothing line. Um, That is obviously, you know, there's no business without a product to sell. And I do feel that there is a way for you to um, bring them all together cohesively. I don't know if that looks like, you know, it's like if you're selling something that everybody that people want to wear all the time, it's no longer just about, you know, what's fashionable or, oh, I want to get those because whatever it's. It's like these, these go together as a team, you know, they're, they're team players. These, um, these products, you know, the candles, yeah. um,
1: what, it's whatever low the- fashion, definitely. It doesn't need a whole ton of products.
0: Just, you know, so. what about mixing and matching? Like, I don't know, like the t-shirt with the candle or the t-shirt with, you know, a sage smudge or something where it's like these kind of go like. They get something extra. They don't just get the t shirt or the leggings or whatever those fashionable items are, but they get something else with it and kind of differentiate yourself because you're actually trying to educate them why mm-hmm. this candle smells amazing, you know, and why you should use it, you know, I don't know, on your anniversary or as a flower bath or, you know, there's, I think there is something that you can. You know, whether the, the T-shirt comes with a card of how, you know, this is the T-shirt, but this is the little ritual that comes with it. I don't know, but I feel like there's something that you can kind of... That's
1: an interesting idea. I'll definitely, you know, think about that a lot more. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I want to make sure that you got the most value out of this call before we end our session today. Is there anything else that you want to share or any questions that you want to um, ask before we say our parting ways? Um,
1: no, I don't know if I have any more questions right now. Um, You feel clear about the person that you're here to serve? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, that and that's something that I never really considered before. So that was a very helpful point. I mean, I've thought about it, but I'm just like, I've just sort of generalized like, yeah, it's kind of someone that cares about the same things that I
0: care (laughs) about,
1: but you know, it's, it's good to have that,
0: you know, I think she's ready to learn too. So whatever forum or whatever medium you decide to share and teach, whether that's you teaching or you just hand selecting and curating the teaches based on other people that you partner with, which is Mm -hmm. also going back to Libra in your 12th house. Uh, that's also another thing, but I think your person like really loves to learn. And if you can capture the visual component of it, whether that's getting them to close their eyes and imagine their magical place, or it's actually like seeing it and, you know, you know, making their home look a certain way. um, That's just, they're just going to love it. And I just, at this point, whatever that is, even if it's through Instagram, I'm just like, did you know that, you know, calendula, like, is a great beauty product. You know what I mean? Just like education, that higher education, that Sagittarius um, part of you is going to get satisfied, but they're going to get satisfied because they're learning and they love staying upstairs. They love staying in the crown chakra. So tickle them up there in the brain and they're just, mm-hmm. make it magical and beautiful and they will come to you. All right. Will do. Awesome. Well, I want to thank everybody for joining us here at the Rising Star Project. I hope if you have... Any kind of like product-based business that you're trying to get out there, checking out the 12th house, seeing what is it that your person is here looking for? What is it that they're interested in? And you will find that your kismet client is just you three years ago. And just going back and figuring out what those things were and satisfying them on a soul level to help them work through their karmic debts, that's a very simple path to capturing your audience and, and selling more of your products. So, Thank you so much, Fiona, for your time, um, for sharing and your questions, and opening up to us. It's going to be so valuable for everybody to hear. So I want to thank you so much for. Thank for being a you part so
1: of it. much, Angel. I
0: love what you do. You are truly an angel.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate it. Well, I can't. So tell us, um, are you on Instagram? How can we find you? Yeah, I am on Instagram. Um, my handle is Alien Angel, but. Um, It's spelled with,
0: the A's are fours, the number four. Okay, so so alien angels, but fours instead of the A's. So four, lien, four, and angel. Got it. Okay, cool. I'm going to check it out. I think I might be following you, but I'll check if I haven't. I will do that today. And um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and we can't wait for our next session. And have a wonderful day, Fiona. You too. Thank you. Bye. Do you have a passion for fashion, but are just unsure how to turn it into a sustainable business? The fashion industry can be a tricky one as it's got old roots and old ways of doing business, but this is your opportunity to change the game. If you'd like to build a business around fashion, try thinking outside the box. How can you pair some of your other interests to reinvent your fashion brand? Just like Theorna? She had a passion for herbalism, candles, incense, and her strong desire for higher learning and digging deep with her Scorpio moon and rising led her on a path to asking the bigger questions. How can I bring forth all of the things that I love in my life, the things that make me feel beautiful like nature, and using them all to create a sustainable business, a business that is created by playing by your own rules. If you too have a product-based business and you're wondering how to bring it to market, perhaps you don't have an investment or an investor or even a marketing budget, but where there is creativity, there is a way. Take this opportunity to jot down a few ways that you can turn all of your ideas and products into one product and start there. I hope you have enjoyed this episode and were able to use this mentoring session to answer some of your own questions around your higher calling. If you feel called to step into a bigger role and shape mankind as we know it today, I invite you to check out the Holistic Fashionista Botanica and pick up the Rising Star Ritual Starter Kit, where you'll receive your astrological birth chart and a ritual to help you unlock all the beautiful kits that live inside your soul. You can learn more about the Holistic Fashionista Botanica at www.holisticfashionista.com. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder and business astrologer behind the Holistic Fashionista brand, and I look forward to serving you in another episode of The Rising Star Project real soon.